0: Good to go with, with more of the Matt
1: Wire Show, coming to you direct and live. Hour two of the show, off and running with you. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, I'm Matt. Beaver is here. Thank you all for being a part of it today, staying connected to you because of CSpire, The number one network in Mississippi is CSpire, customer-inspired. Check out all the deals at cspire.com. I will give you a heads up on that. Is you know you get close to the holidays, getting close to Christmas every year. If you'll notice, um, they always do some some specials on phones and other things like that. It's very much in demand, and they'll help you out. This is a good time of year to look at the specials they offer on the website at CSpire.com. Uh, so if you got a young'un who's getting that first phone, you're adding a line and that kind of stuff. So just a heads up, it's easy to do. They have, you know, it works well. I've done it before too. I've ordered phones and stuff before. Just go to uh, CSpire.com. And take it from there. Okay, listen. <laughs> Came into today, I was flabbergasted that the 49ers were able to go into Philadelphia and do the same thing to the Eagles that the 49ers did to the Cowboys at home in San Francisco a month ago. I couldn't, really couldn't believe it. But here we are. And full-on NFL thoughts. Saints, what was that first quarter yesterday? Not even the first quarter. We're talking about like eight minutes. What was that? Okay, a lot of those things. I don't know what, I don't know, I mean, just banged up and everything else, but the Chiefs are not the Chiefs. There it is. You know, they may slip in and do some damage because of Patrick Mahomes, but whatever magic has been there, you just don't have it. just don't have it. Maybe call it the curse of the celebrity crush. I said it. Run tell them I said it. <laughs> but I was full on ready to get into that. But I can just tell. That's that's not yeah, y'all don't have NFL on the brain. Maybe I do, but you don't. And that's cool with me. So let me uh, dive in, as I said we we're gonna do, and I'm gonna do my best to uh, get some of your comments on the Murray West live thread, your texts on the country-pleasing text line, see what happens. Scott, on the country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves all around the southeast, I finished up the uh, package of jalapeno and cheddar uh, that I had in the fridge this morning, so i got to go get something out of the freezer and thaw it out overnight so I have something to eat tomorrow morning. I may go for the original. I hadn't had that in a while. I <laughs> mean, but I think I may go for the original smoked sausage flavor. All right, Scott says FSU is going to get the brakes beaten off of them by Georgia. Says they would have also gotten beat by any of the top four teams ahead of them. Everybody doesn't get first place. Scott, I agree with it? I agree with it? <clears throat> would this Florida State team to lose to Alabama? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Lose to Texas? Yeah. Washington? No. Nah. <laughs> lose to. Michigan, yeah, probably so. And certainly with a healthy quarterback, healthy Jordan Travis, maybe we're having a different conversation. I don't know. But, you know, I could see it. And, again, we're back to the whole thing of deserving versus best. I don't guess I realize, and maybe it is sometimes I realize it, but every year I need to be reminded by the college football playoff committee that really – it's not most deserving. You don't earn the right to be in the playoff. You're given the right to be in the playoff. Right, Scott? Is that, I mean, that's what you're saying. Instead of playing it out on the field, we can predetermine the outcomes. I just said I agree with you. So, therefore, we're not going to the, give them the chance to play it on the field because we already know. I mean, that's, that's the way sports works, right? Scott, I'm not arguing with you or making fun of you. I'm sort of playing devil's advocate to your take, even though it's easy for me to agree with it. You know, if you were to look at point spreads and stuff, this Florida State team versus playoff teams, I get it. But it's a 13-0 and team from Power Five whose coach said, does the season matter? Like, does it? does it matter? And, and what I'm saying, Scott, is isn't that how sports works? People like me and you and people like us in the committee can predetermine the outcomes so there's no need to play it out on the field. It ain't about deserving. You don't get to play it on the field because we already know what's going to happen. So you don't earn the right to play in the playoff. You are given the right to play in the playoff by people who already know what's going to happen. Is that what we're saying? Hey, look. AK's dad, I know you. He texts the show. He says, I think the committee took a lot of heat last year for the TCU-Georgia game. Maybe they're trying to avoid that this year. Uh, Maybe so. Boy, that was ugly, wasn't it? Can't have that happen again. Give them Michigan and Alabama. Who, hey boy, with a chance to have Alabama and Texas or Texas and Michigan. Uncle D, Texas Show, says at least Florida State has a chance to play Georgia and make a statement. They do. They have a chance. Um, but, you know, down to the third string quarterback, it is tough. Bulldog Barney, Texas Show, says, hey, Matt, uh, does State have the cheese to capture any of those top quarterbacks in the portal? I would think so. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I would think if uh, I would think states got a million dollars, go out and buy them a quarterback if they want to. Now I don't know about buying two or three of them, and you got to have more than one. <laughs> but yeah, if they 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 do, then it's a matter do they want to come play for you. I mean, how would you look at it? Dennis, formerly of Omaha, Texas Show, says, no matter the outcome of the playoffs, the winner of the Orange Bowl will loudly proclaim that they're the true national champion. I mean, that's like, I don't know, though. That's like shutting yourself in your closet and proclaiming something. It's like Michael Scott on The Office, you know, declaring bankruptcy. It doesn't work that way. (laughs) Right? Rambo, Texas Show, says, why not Georgia instead of Michigan if it's the four best teams? Why not? Now, that is one thing for me. So Michigan had Ohio State, Penn State, and what was the other ranked team? Iowa, who they beat this weekend. And the rest of their schedule is garbage compared to an Alabama schedule, compared to a Texas schedule. And, you know, so what did the strength of schedule? Somebody called in earlier and quoted the strength of schedule rankings or ratings or whatever. Where's Michigan on that? Nunya, Texas Show says, has MSU found their quarterback yet? Not that I know of. Dad of Squares, Texas Show. Matt, I think you just made the committee's point. He says, I don't like it either, but you said Bama-Texas championship game and Bama will win. Yeah, they will. If Alabama plays Texas again, I believe they'll beat them. I think Alabama's a whole different offense than they were back when they played each other um, earlier. I mean, it would be a really good game. Great players, all that kind of thing. It's definitely an entertainment deal. But that's what I was saying, Squez, dad of Squez, is, you know, this is not a – they didn't look at it and go, you put Florida State in, then they're undefeated. If you put Florida State in, three of the four teams in the playoff are undefeated Power Five conference champs. Three of the four are undefeated Power Five conference champs, plus Texas, who beat Alabama. That's what you would have had. But guess what, Dad of the reason they didn't have that is because Florida State's got a backup quarterback in, and it ain't entertaining. But Alabama is. And they're the SEC champion. And it's not the committee's fault they only have four spots. It's the last year of that, thankfully. Next year, we're going to get into 12. And I promise you, y'all should have kept receipts. I haven't. Okay, so I don't have a list of names over here who over the years argued that the BCS was great and that it 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 made it enhanced the value of the regular season. And then those that have argued... They should stay at four teams or they should go back to two teams because expanding the playoff will devalue games in the regular season. I should have kept the list of names. The people that argued that a larger playoff devalues the regular season because that's dumb and it always has been. It would be dumb up against what the NFL does. You know the one that everybody watches? The one that Always has the television ratings. (laughs) You know, like Major League Baseball does, the NBA does, college basketball does, college baseball does, every other sport in the world does. A large playoff. And it does not devalue the regular season. What's going to happen next year? Let me give you just one example. This is one of many. You're going to have a 12-team playoff next year, and guess what? LSU, down the stretch, in November, has everything to play for, opposed to this year, they had nothing to play for. Tell me what LSU had to play for the last month of the season. Nothing. Well, Matt, they could have gotten a New Year's 6. but It means nothing. But a team like LSU, this you know, November of next year. So what do they get? Two losses. Lost to Florida State. Lost to Alabama. So are Ole Miss. So what? You get three losses. So what? <laughs> Depends on who is two. Got everything still right there. And we can sit here and then next year and debate who twelve and thirteen are, and we'll do it for ten minutes because that's all anybody will care about it. It'll be so much better. It's going to enlarge the number of teams that have a shot. Oh, well, Matt, we're still going to have blowouts. So what? They'll play it on the field. And instead of me having to listen to y'all talk about it on TV, I'll actually watch the ball in the air and let it decide. You know, the way sports is designed to work. I cannot wait until next year. It'll be so much better. Some state fans are like, yeah, Matt, well, but Ole Miss will get in. So what? Let them get in. Raise your game. Light your own candle. Stop trying to blow somebody else's out. Alright. Over to the phone line. Divinity Equipment phone line. Divini Equipment, Madison, and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer. Rooster on line one. Rooster, thank you for being patient. What's up?
2: Well, it's okay. I'm listening to you so I can critique it. I think the old quarterback's about ninety percent correct. I think you are.
1: Hey, look! If I can do ninety percent anything, I'm pretty happy with that.
2: But <laughs> is, is Kirby complaining? Is is he upset?
1: I hadn't heard what Kirby he said. I, you have to tell me. I don't listen to coaches' comments anymore. And most no, of them are it. dry I, you know, as toast anyway.
2: Uh, I just, but I'm ecstatic. I mean, it's fantastic. We got Bama and Texas in the playoffs. We got still got two SEC teams. I mean, Georgia yeah, right. would have been three. That would have been three. <laughs> I mean, Hallelujah. And and I'll give you credit. Sports, the Hot and the Peach Bowl.
1: I'm going to give you credit, Rooster. I have not looked at it that way yet. I forgot to look at it like Texas is an SEC team, which yeah. they, they are.
2: Listen, Dylan Johnson, the other, the other team, the Huskies from Washington, he should have been the MVP. He yes. had a fantastic game, gained like 140 yards. Excellent to State running back. So I'm ecstatic over the weekend. But you know, it doesn't like it's entertainment. It really does. In Florida State, you know, but really, a 13 and 0 Florida State, even a 14 and 0 Florida State, if they beat Georgia, it's not the same thing as a as a 12 and 1 Alabama or Texas. It's not who you beat; it's who you play. What I've been saying forever: Mississippi State's 13 strings. I mean, all Mullen ever did was beat non-conference teams. He was awful against the SEC teams. And, which is the reason I'm called. Now i got to put church that say play Bama. They're not even on Mississippi State schedule anymore. <laughs> hey, and by I spoke the, the athletic department. They don't have
1: a clue. <laughs> Rooster, you got a little reaction. Back on. Last week you got a little reaction out of folks when you said that because after you called, we had about 45 state fans message in and go, Rooster's crazy. I don't want to play Alabama anymore. I'm glad to get a break.
2: I want to play them. I want to play them every year. I want to beat them.
1: Ole Miss has beaten them three times. Well, hey, won't in one hand and <laughs> in the other. And, you know, that whole deal. See which one fills up if the trigger. Ole Miss can do it, State can do it. <laughs> Listen, had we
2: recruited Cam Newton, we would have been national champ.
1: Uh, but you had to pay one him. One player. You had to pay him money. I know that. You had to pay him money at a time when <laughs> so they would. Was, was,
2: that wasn't that long ago. <laughs> that was 2010. You
1: know? I know, but they would punish you if you paid him money and then they found out about it. That was a different era. Yeah, of course.
2: But yeah, I think your observations are right on. This is strictly entertainment, but I'm glad it I'm glad that it is. We well, look,
1: it is. You're exactly You're right, Rooster. I mean it is. Look, you get Alabama and Michigan in the first round. Okay. Humongous T V rating, we all know that. And the, the truth is it could actually be a very good game as opposed to the last two times last time those two teams met. Um, And then you do get a chance to get an Alabama-Texas rematch, but there's intrigue. It's just so in terms of designing the four for an entertainment deal, it's pretty obvious. It's so it's not about deserving. It's about put yourself in a position where the committee will give you a playoff spot. You cannot earn one. Appreciate the call, Rooster. As always, don't be a stranger. Merry Christmas. Call me anytime. Uh, over to line two, Brando hanging on. What's up, Brando? Man, it is easier
0: to get on the Paul Feinbaum show than it is this show. I love you, buddy. How are you today? I'm good.
1: Uh, I, I'm well, I should say. I appreciate that. And, you know, it's, 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 it's not, I would say, I would differ from what you just said. It's not hard to get in on this show. It's just that other shows... It's
0: hard to get you to stop talking. That's what I'm
1: saying. Other show hosts take a breath every now and then. That's, that's the difference. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like you're rapping. <laughs> hey, uh, tell me what psh in one hand means. What is a
1: "psh"? <laughs> no, I can't. You know I, don't I, I can't do I not think
0: pastor would like that, would he? Well, no, you know,
1: <clears throat> there, there are some situations that only certain words will describe. But correct. But the Bible does okay. also explicitly say in the New Testament, Paul wrote, don't let that kind of stuff come out of your mouth. You don't say that. And so well, I'm going to of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Keep hey, it. Uh,
0: you were talking about uh, something to play for. Think about these 64 teams in basketball that the last five or six games they are fighting and scraping yeah. to get in yeah. to the big dance. I think it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So You're I right. was just going to mention that on a basketball term, and uh, I'll let you guys go. Kick Beaver in the shin, bud. Thank.
1: <laughs> I would never. I would never. I mean, Beaver one of the nicest humans that I've ever met. And uh, why would I want to kick him in the shin? Plus, he's he kicked me back. I can't. I can't have that. So I just Brando. I will not do it. I will not kick him in the shin. I'll let you do it and see what happens. Yeah, principal, you're right. He says you could say you could spit in one hand, and you got to be careful about how you enunciate. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> uh, principal also said that he's recalling that uh, somebody stated that Alabama would have been favored, would have been the favored team in each game versus any opponent, and, I, you know, I think that's probably true. So, again, I mean, you put yourself in a position, but you don't necessarily earn it. you got to depend on the committee to give it to you. That's all I'm saying. You know, a high school football team in the playoff structure in Mississippi, again, you can win five games, six games, whatever, and be in the playoffs because you earned it. You won the games in your district, right? Well, you earned it. They didn't give it to you. You earned it because they laid it out ahead of time. You do this, you're going. You're in. And then you play it week to week. You earn it. Nobody gives it to you. You don't earn it. You don't earn it. (laughs) Ask Florida State. You do not earn a playoff spot. You are given it if you pass the quote-unquote eye test. Man, that's just all there is to it. Tim texted the show, said several teams deserve to get in. That wasn't their job. Their job was to find the four best. See, that's right, Tim. They always use that language: the best, the four best. Well, what is best? What is best? White bread or wheat bread? What's best? Chocolate ice cream or vanilla? What's best? Jogging or walking? What's best? Cold weather, hot weather, what's best? Best, the four best teams, they're going to figure out the four best teams before they play each other. Tim, it's just what I said earlier. The reason we have this debate inside of our college football bubble is because people look at teams, and determine the outcome before they play. And then make a decision based on that. Whether they let them play or not. Every other level of sport that we know about, we take out the guesswork and just play. And sometimes the, quote-unquote, best team doesn't even win. Sometimes, Sometimes a 13 upsets a 3 or a 4, or whatever it is, and I can't remember the matchups. <laughs> In the tournament, I mean, really? Sometimes it happens. Hey, several years ago, what was it, 2014, was it when, when Ole Miss beat Alabama, were they the best team? What about that year when Arkansas did the 4th and 25 hook, and hook shot over his shoulder and they beat on this? Was Arkansas the best team? No. So it's a good thing we had a schedule and needed to sell tickets to make some money so we let them play it out on the field. See, but we don't do that in the postseason in college football. We'll get closer to doing that next year. Best? What is best? Who decides what's best? Play it on the field. Put the ball in the air. Let the ball decide. Then I don't need your opinion. And you don't need mine. Stick around.
0: It's go time. Let's go. With a Matt Wyatt Show. Ready to talk sports the Mississippi way with you. So get in on the conversation and tell him what you think.
1: All right, back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau, go. With the home team. They are your home team. Uh, Legba on the live stream, on the Murray West live thread, he commented on YouTube. He says, I'm picking Alabama to win it all. Like Matt said, Texas versus Bama in a championship game. Revenge game for the Tide. I hate Bama. Just calling it like I see it. Hey, I'd be there for every play of it. I'll be honest with you. Um I have to, I got to give them credit. I, I'm just going, let me, let me have a, let me give me, <laughs> let me give you one honest thought regarding sort of the overall status of college football and all this stuff. I got to give them credit. I'm one of those people that has at times gone back and forth and wrestled internally with all the changes. Generally, I'm someone who likes change. I, I don't like things to stay the same very long. Need a little variety, need to switch it up, do something different. Can't do the same thing every single solitary day. Uh so I wouldn't want, you know, college football, you know, as a from a structure standpoint to stay the same just for the sake of staying the same. It's just that I couldn't understand a lot of the stuff that's going on. You don't really have a ruling or governing body so you don't have a structure you certainly don't have a structure that everybody agrees to for the betterment of the whole league so therefore it's not like the nfl who has owners and they all agree to the rules um you don't you know you don't have a salary structure or a salary cap uh th- there's no enforcement it's just you, you, the the universities and the programs can't hold players to a contract, uh, but the players can kind of hold them to a contract. But I don't know. It's just this. It's a weird thing. It's it's just weird, and it's been hard to wrap your head around. And all that stuff has sort of. I've had some like inner conflict with. The fact that I couldn't force myself at time to be as interested and as in love with college football this year as I have been in the past. It's been easier to look away at other things. And it bothered me greatly if I was being honest about it. But you know what? There's just something about the idea now looking ahead of watching this Alabama team play that Michigan team in a playoff game and I'm like, and that Texas team versus that Washington team with Dylan Johnson at running back and that whole, I'm like, I can't wait to watch it. I, I can honestly say. I had some times this year where because Mississippi State is my school and my team, I was really looking forward to watching them play. But that's just about it. <laughs> I didn't have any others. Like Alabama playing Texas early in the year and, Ten years ago, I'd have made it a point to be in front of the TV. This year, I'm like, eh, I'm going fishing, man. I'm doing something else. I'm at the game. I really look forward to a lot of the NFL games, watching the Chiefs, watching the Cowboys. Um, But this, it's like it's back. It's not my team, but, man, I cannot wait. I genuinely can't wait to watch Alabama play Michigan. And if you can give me... If you can give me Alabama and Texas in a national championship game, (laughs) I'm there for that. When do they start playing? When do they play these games? All right, here it is. New Year's Day, Monday, January 1st. New Year's Day. So that's the Citrus, Alabama and Michigan. It'll be on it. What, 3 Central? Followed by the Rose Bowl, Washington and Texas that night. Man. And then they'll play the national championship game a week later at NRG Stadium in Houston. So it'll be nice and indoors. Rain will not affect it. Um, Hey, I want to give a shout-out and an answer, frankly, to Junction Report on Twitter. They sent me a question, basically. And it's from the Alabama and Georgia game this past weekend. Uh, It's a screenshot of 17 for Alabama trying to make this catch I don't remember the ruling. I thought that they they, they maybe ruled that it, it wasn't a catch. When you know, he has the ball, his knee touches, but maybe he didn't control it. I don't know if they reviewed it or not. I know there was some controversy. But the screenshot, this still shot, shows the receiver has got both arms under the ball. He's not on the ground yet. He's diving, basically. He's near the ground. He's got both arms under the ball. It looks like he's caught it. And his knee's on the ground. And they're saying, isn't this a catch because he's secured the ball, And his knee is down. Well, here's the problem with the screenshot. Because what the rule says for it to be a catch in college football is this. It's a little wordy, but this is the rule book, okay? A receiver controls a live ball in flight, okay? Controls a live ball in flight. Before the ball touches the ground and touches the ground in bounds with any part of his body. So you, th- you read that and you think, oh, it is a catch. Controls the ball in flight and then touches the ground with his knee, any part of his body. And then it goes on and then maintains control of the ball long enough to perform an act common to the game, like long enough to pitch or hand or advance or run or, you know, defend yourself, any of that stuff but it goes further when he's not contacted by another player. If a player goes to the ground in the act of catching a pass without any contact by an opponent, he must maintain complete and continuous control of the ball throughout the process of contacting the ground, whether he's in the field of play or in the end zone. So, in that way, it's like the NFL in that you've got to control it through the ground or through contact with the ground. So you if having a still shot of a guy who is falling to the ground and one knee's down and he's got both arms around the ball, but you've got to see the rest of it. Did he hit the ground and maintain control as he rolled? Well, if he did, it's a catch. But if he didn't and the ball came loose then when he hit the ground, then it's not a catch according to the rule. And I know there was, there was a good bit of controversy about it. I didn't see every single solitary play, so. I'm not too, I ain't 100% sure. Okay, uh, let me jump to this. On the Murray West live thread. Go to murraywest.com, by the way. I don't care where you are in the state of Mississippi. If you need embroidery, contract embroidery company right here in Mississippi. It started as a family-owned business all the way back in 1996. They've gotten bigger and better all the while. Great folks. They do the best job. If you need your logo embroidered on anything, custom apparel, whatever, that's where you go. Go to murraywest.com. G Bama Boy says, Dylan Gabriel headed to Mississippi State? All right, so here's the deal. Dylan Gabriel is the quarterback at Oklahoma. He has played at Oklahoma here, what, every how many years for Jeff Levy, who is now the head coach at Mississippi State. Um, We looked up his numbers and his career the other day. I'll do it again here just to reference it. But he started his college career at UCF at Central Florida. Played there for three years. But really two full years, and then a the third year, he got hurt three games into the year. So then he transferred, and he's been at Oklahoma for two years. And numbers are good and all this kind of stuff. People are asking about it. I, I The only connection is Jeff Levy. That's the only connection. Levy who's familiar with him from UCF, uh, I guess maybe all the way back to 19, but then obviously familiar with him at the last two years at Oklahoma. That's the only connection. There is no Dylan Gabriel Mississippi State connection. There's only a Dylan Gabriel Jeff Levy connection. And the deal is Gabriel's got one year left. you know so he's going he's got one year to use it to try to parlay it into a pro career. So he's I think he's probably evaluating. More than just who's the coach and what kind of offense they run. It's probably, they're probably considering a whole lot more, too. So maybe there is a chance because of that relationship, but I don't know that to be the case. I also know that there's reports out there of other schools that he's interested in along with Mississippi State, but again, the connection with State is Levy, and that's it. That's the only connection. Now, maybe it's going to happen. I, you know, if you... If there is a connection there, they're going to have to fork up the money. The it's not just somebody throwing out a comment; everybody agrees with it. You had the head coach at Nebraska last week give a quote in an interview that said a good quarterback in a portal is one to one point five to two million dollars. Well, you know, a guy like Dylan Gabriel, he he may have he may have people teams out there offering him more than a million dollars. Come play for him for one year. If you look at the uh, transfer portal tracker at um, at On3, you know, they got him listed there recent. He's not very big 5'11 186, redshirt senior. One of a ton. Today, when I we were getting ready for the show, I went on to my Twitter deal and I, you know, started a column there where you look at the term transfer portal, and anything that says transfer portal comes in on that column for today. And it's just a steady stream of just one after the other, after the other, after the other of starters all across Power 5 football jumping in a portal. D linemen, O linemen, receivers, quarterbacks, everybody's moving somewhere, it seems like. right, that's the impression you get anyway. So, Who knows? When they're on the roster, let me know. I'll study them up. Till then, I'm not wasting my time. Another segment left today. Looking forward to it. A little bit of time left. Long way to go. Y'all stick around.
0: Do you crave your sports? It's
2: often difficult to satisfy that special hunger. Not
0: here, because you've got Man Wyatt. Oh, I am starving. Don't worry, he's got a menu full.
1: Back with you. I'm Matt in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio, Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. They are your home team. Boomer Sooner texted the show on a country-pleasing text line and said, Matt, I'm really disappointed in the selection committee selections. I was really looking forward to the Bama meltdowns from being left out. That would have been solid gold radio. Well, at least around here, because let's be honest, Boomer Sooner, We have a lot of Alabama fans around here, and we actually got a lot of really nice ones (laughs) that text and listen to our show and call. Uh, I don't know any Florida State fans. Do you? Unnamed texter said, Congratulations to my Louisville Wildcats 12-time 4A State football champs. (laughs) Yep. How about the whole, like, that whole area, that whole part of the – State right there. The eighty-two twenty-five corridor, huh? <laughs> West Point wins another one. So, uh, yeah, congrats to everybody in the state championship games this weekend. White Denzel texts the show and says, to get someone like Gabriel, State's going to have to pay at least $1.5 million. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you. It can, he's a heck of a player, right? Is no question, and he was locked in and experienced and, and solidified out there. You got one year to go play somewhere. I don't know this to be the case, but everybody's just assuming that automatically, without question, that you know a guy like Lebby would want to pay a million and a half dollars for him to come. Maybe they don't. He might say, you know, where we are right now, we can spend that on something else, and get another quarterback. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any of that. We assume too much, I'm afraid, sometimes. Now, Rebel Godfather texted the show and said Gabriel's headed to Auburn. I'm going to go play at Auburn. Well, Auburn was trying to get active with a quarterback in the portal last year when they went after Will Rogers and didn't get him. And so they went and got the kid from Thorne from Michigan State. And you, know, you watched him, he's a heck of an athlete, uh, but you watched him throw it around, had some accuracy issues. And so it's pretty clear why they wanted Will Rogers last year. Because with Will, you don't get any accuracy issues, for sure. Let's see here. Somebody said, has Coach Levy decided on the defensive coordinator? No, not that I'm aware of. Not that I'm aware of. Principal sent us a prediction. He said, Bama versus Michigan for the natty, and Bama wins by double digits. Well, no, it can't be because they're playing each other in the first round. Uh, Miko says, Matt, did you see the video of Michigan and some of the fans' reaction to who they would be playing? It was a collective sigh of, oh, we got to play them. <laughs> I didn't see that. I would like to see it if that's in, indeed what you're supposed to be excited about, who you're going to play. Supposed to be, anyway. Jason in Flagstaff, Arizona says, uh... He told this to Jake a while back. He says, the only things worse than a four-team playoff are a two-team BCS and 60 national championships a year awarded by 80 media outlets. (laughs) Well, then you may feel like me, Jason, like we're getting closer and closer to what we actually need. Just more teams playing it out. So what if you get blowouts? At least you decided on the field. You just never know. Then a team like Florida State's in and go play and just try it out. Let's see how good you are. Uh, Legba, Texas show wants an update on Star Wyatt. Star the, star the, dog, the stray dog that that's she, been in our house one week, one week ago today. <laughs> we started a show where like State's got a new coach and it's big news and like you know twenty minutes before the show started, best like I'm chasing this dog in a parking lot over here it's, and brought it home. And she's doing well. i tell you what now. Star loves me. She loves me. She's a big dog. And she, I say big, you know, a little bit bigger than medium. <laughs> and she's still young. She doesn't realize how big she is. And sometimes she she jumps up, puts those legs on me, and, and I can take it. But, you know, a smaller person, she might knock them over. So we're going to try to get her to understand she can't jump up on people before she winds up finding a home. But that's the plan eventually of her finding a home. She's doing well. Um, doing really well. Very happy. Staying dry. Laying out in the sun. Rolling around. She'll chase a tennis ball, bring it back to me. Loves to be petted. I mean, I don't know I've ever seen a dog that loves being petted more than she does. This seems to be a common take. This is back to the college football playoff deal. This seems to be a common take. And I think there's some sense to it. Jake from Yazoo says, Florida State can thank TCU. He says, if you didn't watch the last commercial after the 65-7 to loss to Georgia, he says, let me say, it was the college football playoff chairman apologizing for that mess. (laughs) All right. They didn't want that situation again. There's probably a lot of truth to that. Louvier. Louvier texts the show. He says, Saints had run one offensive play, and it was 14 to nothing. I know. He said, and uh, with less than seven minutes in the game played, he says, they have obviously decided as a team that tackling is not important and turnovers don't hurt you. (laughs) Then he goes on to say, after the sarcasm, fire the lot of them. Starting with Pete Carmichael, go Saints, Super Bowl 59 champs. He's still calling it. He's calling it, calling his shot. I mean, look, that was tough to watch. And they still, you know, it's it's like they're not that bad. It's not like the Saints are a bad team, they're not. They're down 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. And outscored the Rams the rest of the way 28 to 12. Okay, so it ended up at five-point ball game, 33-28. The Saints really made a run at it in the second half, but you fall behind 21-zip. Where And, you know, it amazes me. People will make a Derek Carr. You watch a game like that, and you make a Derek Carr comment. Really? You see that an interception? I mean, like, you know, he hit the guy... With a soft little throw in a really bad spot, right in the hands, right in front of his face. And went right through his hands, right to a defensive player. As a matter of fact, I think if we go back and look at it, uh to be exact, Luvier, it was 21 to nothing, like with seven minutes left. Scoring summary, I'll tell you. Yeah, 21 to nothing. With 8 minutes and 15 seconds to go in the first quarter. (laughs) I was sitting there, I was talking to my mother-in-law with the game on, and I said, you know, what's sad here is there's somebody in the Superdome who is a diehard Saints fan. I mean diehard. eats, sleeps, and breathes it year-round. And this is the one game they bought tickets to go see in person. <laughs> and it's 21 to nothing with eight minutes left in the first quarter. I guarantee you there was somebody there like that. Don't you don't you think so? Chiefs just got problems, man. They got problems. Packers are now six and six. So look out. How about Minshew? How about Minshew throwing for 302 touchdowns yesterday against the Titans? They win 31 uh, 28. Falcons beat the Jets. Dolphins just throttled Washington 45-15. And they score 45 points and Tua only throws two touchdowns. But they could do anything they wanted to do. The Texans remain hot. Stroud goes for 274 and a touch. They beat the Broncos 22-17. Um, but that game last night, 49ers in Philadelphia. 49ers win 42-19. to Is there any question at this point who the best team in the NFL is, I don't think it's Miami in the AFC, and you know, the Chiefs are leading the division. They're still an eight win. I mean, they're an eight and four team. Best win in the a- I mean, best record in the AFC are the Ravens and the Dolphins at nine and three. The Chiefs right there are eight and four, but they just got issues right now. They can't score, and for a long time you look at it and go, well, it's Philadelphia. Right? Because they're already sitting there on 10 wins. No. It's San Francisco. The 49ers. A healthy 49ers team. And they went and added Chase. What's his name? Chase what? (laughs) Chase, what's his last name? From Washington. Opposite of Montez Sweat, the other pass rusher. Well, you know who I'm talking about. They added him. They're the best team for sure. That's San Francisco to 49ers. But uh, So Dallas is right there. Dallas is 9-3. Uh, Eagles are now one game in front of them at 10-2. Of course, the Eagles already had the win over Dallas earlier this year. But that was in Philly. And coming up this week, put it on the calendar. Sunday night football. A little after 7 p.m. on NBC, Sunday night after church. Come home and kick back. Watch it. Jerry's World. In Dallas, the Cowboys hosting the Eagles. Add a little drama to it. Prescott now is the odds-on favorite to win the MVP, not Jalen Hurts. He moved ahead of Hurts this week. (laughs) So they got that storyline to add in there as well as the Cowboys get ready to host the Eagles on Sunday night. You'll not have a bigger television rating at any point this year until you get to the Super Bowl than you will have when Cowboys host the Eagles this coming Sunday night. All right. All right. That's going to wrap it up for today. Good show. Appreciate y'all. For Beaver, I'm Matt. All of us here on the show. In the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau. Go! With the home team. See you tomorrow. Same time, same place. See you then. See you!